Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. This afternoon with gun gusts upwards of 30 to 40 miles per hour. Winds will ease later this evening, mainly clear overnight. Sunshine tomorrow near 50 degrees, increasing clouds on Friday ahead of our next weather maker. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. 47 degrees up in Frederick. We've got 48 in Manassas and 50 in the nation's capital at 1159. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's top news, live, local, 24-7. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good morning. I'm Brendan Hazelton. Coming up, contentious moments on Capitol Hill this morning as Hunter Biden appears unannounced at a House Oversight Committee meeting. Businesses begin their cleanup in Annapolis after devastating flooding. I'm Luke Lukert. Working with Virginia's divided government. You just got to look for areas where they could find agreement. I'm Nick Ainelli. A proposed medical marijuana dispensary near a school draws protest. I'm Dick Iuliano. Gains on Wall Street today. The Dow is up 40 points. Good afternoon, 12 noon. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Steve Kathan. Hunter Biden showed up for a while in Washington today as Republicans discussed possibly holding him in contempt of Congress for defying a subpoena for closed-door testimony. South Carolina's Nancy Mace. I think that uh, that Hunter Biden should be arrested right here, right now, and go straight to jail. Our nation is founded on the rule of come law. Come on, come on. And the premise come that on. the law applies equally to... Democrat the- Jamie Raskin says the president's son wants to give public testimony. The letter that came in from Mr. Biden embrace the importance of having a public proceeding that, quote, would prevent selective leaks, manipulated transcripts. Republicans in the House are pushing to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. The Homeland Security Committee began with scathing comments from Republican Chairman Mark Green, citing record numbers of illegal border crossings, saying, The secretary has abused his authority and put Americans at risk. Three attorneys general testified that Mayorkas has misled Congress, but impeachment expert and University of Missouri law professor Frank Bowman told the committee, I have not found uh, any indication that he's committed high crimes and misdemeanors now. Allison Keyes, CBS News, Washington. At least four deaths are blamed on the powerful storm system that tore through the South yesterday. One person died in Sonia Smith's North Carolina mobile home park. It's scary. I mean, you can imagine not knowing if somebody's dead or alive and you can't get to them or find out. Now to Ecuador. Gunmen interrupted a TV newscast yesterday. Threats were broadcast live. It all followed the escape of two gang leaders from prison. Eventually, 13 were arrested. No one was killed. But reporter Enrique Acevedo in the capital, Quito, says things remain tense today. We drove around all morning and there was no traffic, no rush hour traffic. Most businesses remain closed. Kids are not going to school. On the ex-social media platform, the Securities and Exchange Commission was hacked, as we hear from CBS's Peter King. Somebody broke into its account and posted that the agency had approved a long-awaited Bitcoin exchange fund. Shortly after the post, SEC Chair Gary Gensler used his personal account to say it was not true. The fake post briefly inflated the Bitcoin price to nearly $47,000. It appears that 
the SEC regained control of its account shortly after that. Twitch, the video game streaming platform owned by Amazon, is laying off more than 500 employees. Checking Wall Street, right now the Dow is up 22 points. The S&P is up 7.5, and and the NASDAQ is up 46 points. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Protect your home and auto. Save when you bundle. Get a quote at Progressive.com. That's Progressive.com. 1203 on Wednesday, January 10th, 2023. 50 in the nation's capital as we wait for more high winds. Good afternoon. I'm Brendan Hazelton. The top local stories we're following for you this hour. As the water is receding, businesses in Annapolis are starting to clean up after the worst flooding in more than 20 years. Let's take you there to and WTOP's Luke Lukert. The worst that I've seen. I've been around for a couple of years. This is the worst that I've seen. Cameron works at Storm Brothers Ice Cream Factory. He says all their equipment and freezers need to be replaced. There's just so much water this time. There's just no stopping it. We don't ever get, except for hurricanes, you know, we don't ever get two feet of water through the whole store. Meanwhile, further back from the water's edge is the Market House and Rise of Coffee. They still open on time, but water level was up to our door here at Market House. We had sandbags up, so it didn't get too far inside, fortunately. No extensive damage there, but staff is still spending hours cleaning up. Yeah, mop up, dry up. In Annapolis, Luke Luger, WTOP News. A tunnel meant to deal with major flooding in the district was put to the test last night. The Northeast Boundary Tunnel, which opened in September, is designed to prevent flooding along and around Rhode Island Avenue Northeast. That's where high water killed 10 dogs at a doggy daycare back in August. D.C. Waters' John Lyle says the tunnel is designed to hold more than 190 million gallons of rainwater. Once it fills to capacity, it did overflow uh, into the Anacostia River, which is now going to be a very rare um, event, but that's the way the system is designed. Once it fills up, it will overflow into the river. But most of the combined sewage that all would have flown into the river previously, most of that was captured. Uh, the tunnel system operated as intended and obviously handled a, a great amount of rainfall and combined sewage that it's designed to handle. Lyle says the tunnel filled to capacity just after 8 o'clock last night and pumped out another 42 million gallons of water into the Anacostia. Meantime, thousands of homes and businesses are still without power this afternoon. About 3,600 BGE customers are in the dark in Anne Arundel County, along with 1,300 in Prince George's, 2,000 in Howard County. Pepco reports nearly uh, more than 800 customers are still without electricity this morning, along with 600 customers in Montgomery County. In Virginia, Dominion Energy says it has almost 500 customers waiting for the power to come back on in Arlington and Fairfax County. 12.06 in other news, it's a busy day in Richmond as Virginia's 2024 legislative session gets underway. While both houses of the General Assembly are controlled by Democrats, the governor is a Republican. But 
It's not a unique situation, and one former governor looks back at how he dealt with a divided government. When he was governor of Virginia in 2006, U.S. Senator Tim Kaine, a Democrat, had a Republican-controlled General Assembly. How did that go for him? We disagreed on a lot, but we always found things we could agree on, and sometimes unpredictable. One of those unpredictable things, Kaine says, was legislation he signed that banned smoking in bars and restaurants. With this current divided government, Kaine says it's going to be similar with ups and downs. What I've learned is you can predict the areas of disagreement, but not until you sit and listen do you find the areas of agreement. If you sit and listen long enough, you will find them. For example, lawmakers from both parties are strongly supportive of spending money to improve the state's mental health infrastructure. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Meantime, Maryland's General Assembly also getting down to business in Annapolis today for its annual 90-day legislative session kicked off a few minutes ago. Lawmakers set to wrestle with budget challenges as well as measures dealing with affordable housing and public safety. Governor Westmore's administration already has proposed more than $3 billion in cuts for the state's six-year transportation spending plan. Looming deficits are also leading to talk in Annapolis about raising taxes, but leading lawmakers are sounding wary about doing that. Well, there could be a hitch in the plan to open a medical marijuana dispensary across the street from a D.C. charter school. Advisory Neighborhood Commission 2C has agreed to file a protest with the Alcoholic Beverage and Cannabis Administration over an application for a medical marijuana shop at 8th and D Streets Northwest, across the street from the public charter school basis. The head of the school, Alexander Rose Hennig, asked the ANC to file the protest. There's a lot of concern here. And the community needs time to make those concerns heard. A lawyer representing the business expressed a willingness to work with the community. The head of the school said he's received numerous calls and emails from parents saying the location for the marijuana dispensary is a bad choice. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Coming up in Money News after traffic and weather. Harris Teeter brings back a freebie that fell victim to the pandemic. I'm Jeff Claybaugh. It's 12.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Rob Stallworth in the WTOP Traffic Center. On the interlude near Route 1 College Park, actually near the Greenbelt Metro Station, we understand the left lane is blocked for the crash. Then on the interlude, the mobile work as you head toward Pennsylvania Avenue continues to block two left lanes. Traveling at this point on Route 50 uh, across the Bay Bridge, we do have uh, wind restrictions in effect, so... House trailers, empty box trailers, or any vehicle that can't safely cross the bridge will be prohibited at this time, so watch out for that. Otherwise, the issue remains in Crownsville, 450 Defense Highway between Crownsville Road and Hallmark Drive, still with all lanes blocked as a result of the high standing water and flooding activity there. In Virginia, on the outer loop after Braddock Road, that's where the work was along the right side of the roadway. Southbound I-95 in good shape as you leave the Springfield Interchange headed down toward 123. Northbound slows approaching Dale City off and on toward Lorton where that work near Lorton Road exit 163 continues to block the left lane. No problems on 395 northbound, but southbound 395 between Sherlington and Glebe Road. That's where you have the right lane blocked for the work zone. Traveling in the district, inbound and outbound New York Avenue near Blainsburg Road. Two right lanes are blocked for the work zone. Third Street Tunnel southbound ramp to eastbound I-695, the southeast freeway, still with the right lane blocked for the work zone. They're doing guardrail repair there. Go electric the Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, the Hyundai Ioniq, or the Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at fitzmall.com. 
I'm Rob Stolworth, WTOP Traffic. Updated forecast for you now from 7 News First Alert meteorologist Steve Rudin. Gusty winds will ease later this evening, but from now until then, expect gusts upwards of 30 to 40 miles per hour with a mix of sun and clouds. Temperatures mid-40s to around 50 degrees. Winds ease late tonight, mainly clear skies, mid-20s to middle 30s by early tomorrow morning. We're near 50 degrees on your Thursday with lots of sunshine, and better yet, it's not going to be windy. Our next weathermaker arrives late Friday. We'll continue Friday. Friday night into Saturday, that's going to bring rain. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. Cloudy skies out there, 50 degrees in Upper Marlboro, 51 in Woodbridge, and we have 50 in the nation's capital. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Let's get right back to Jeff Claybaugh. Liberty Tax. The third largest tax prep company in the company in the country will pay five hundred fifty thousand dollars in restitution to thousands of taxpayers in D.C. The district sued, saying they were duped by its cash in a flash upfront fifty dollar incentive to file, but were actually charged more to file when they took it. The settlement bans its cash in a flash promotion anywhere in the country. Homebuyers may be moving on lower rates just in case they head back up. Mortgage applications to buy a home rose 10% last week. One more victim of the pandemic is back. The Harris Teeter cookie jar. Harris Teeter removed the bins of free cookies for the grabbing sugar cookies for sanitary reasons. They are back starting today. The free cookies are technically for kids, but anyone can grab one or two. The Dow is up 40 points. The S&P 500 is up 10. The Nasdaq's up 52 points. Jeff Clable, WTOP News. All right. Thank you, Jeff. 12-12. As good as the regular season is, there's nothing like NFL Super Wild Card Weekend. This is George Wallace. Six games, three days. For these teams, it's win or go home. But you'll always have a spot in the playoffs with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. FanDuel has so many ways for you to pick up a W and so many good games this weekend. I'm looking at the early game on Sunday. Bills at home over the Steelers. I like the Bills in the money line. And I'm going with Dallas to remain perfect at home, getting a win over the Packers Saturday afternoon. So if you want to follow my picks, go to FanDuel right now. New customers get started with $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just visit FanDuel.com slash GW to join today. That's FanDuel.com slash GW. Must be 21 and older and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Here's Julie Chapman, the Vice President and Head of Legal for North America at LexisNexis. On the discussion, data to decisions, the role of AI and analytics. Sponsored by LexisNexis. We have to make sure the content that the large language model is talking to is reliable content. You don't want to be using the chat GPT in a government space. And then keep humans in the process. We want to make sure that we're looking at and rating the responses you receive. Watch the entire discussion on federalnewsnetwork.com.
Search LexisNexis. LexisNexis leads the way with artificial intelligence in the legal industry. LexisNexis products have leveraged extractive AI for years to support key legal tasks. Now, Lexis Plus AI, a revolutionary generative AI product offering, is transforming legal workflows with conversational search, summarization, and drafting. Visit LexisNexis.com slash AI to learn how we can help empower attorneys at federal agencies. That's LexisNexis.com slash Coming up, the latest on efforts to build a new football stadium at the RFK site. It's 1214. Guys, are you sick of taking a pill for erectile dysfunction? The headaches, the heartburn, the dizziness. Who has time for that? We have great news. Acoustic wave therapy has been clinically proven to open up and regrow blood vessels. Studies by Cambridge University have shown that it is safe and effective. Men, if you're ready to put a stop to your ED and get your love life back, Call today and qualify for the assessment, exam, even the blood flow ultrasound at no charge. And for those who call in the next two minutes, you'll get your first treatment absolutely free. This is worth hundreds of dollars. Guys, put an end to your ED and get your love life back. Become the new you in the new year. Bull Oak helps restore your masculinity and improve your relationships. Call today to qualify for the assessment, exam, and blood flow ultrasound. This is over an $800 value that you get for free. Those that call in the next two minutes also get their first treatment free. Call 703-337-1919. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. At 1215, good afternoon. I'm Brennan Hazelton. Thanks for being with us. Got an update for you now on efforts to build a new football stadium at RFK. Axios reporting the congressional bill that would let D.C. do that is undergoing what are being called unspecified revisions and that the process is taking the House Oversight Committee a little longer to complete. A committee spokesman says we remain hopeful that a path forward in the House can be found in the coming month. The district needs Congress to approve the bill extending RFK's lease to the city in order for a new stadium to be built. It appears crooks are going after college students with a new scam. WTOP Sandra Jones says it involves a phony job recruiter. The recruiter may claim to have a connection with their college or university and may even say the dean or professor highly recommended the student for the company's prestigious management program. Don't fall for it. They're young, they're nervous, they don't really know how the world of work works. Consumer attorney Ira Reingold with the National Association of Consumer Advocates says, check the recruiter's email address and references before doing anything. But what becomes dangerous is when they start asking you for your personal information, right? Why do they need your social security number? And they may say they need to do an employment check. Reingold says that's a red flag. Sandra Jones, WTOP News. Happy news for fans of Baby Yoda today, as a new year means a new Star Wars movie. It's been almost five years, but there's another Star Wars film in the works. This is the way. Disney and Lucasfilms have announced that production starts this year on a movie about the Mandalorian and Grogu, a.k.a. Baby Yoda. There's no release date yet and not many details, but it will be directed by Jon Favreau. It will be the first Star Wars movie since The Rise of Skywalker in 2019. Jen Clark. CBS News. Quick look now at the top stories we're working on for you at WTOP. Contentious moments on Capitol Hill this morning as Hunter Biden appeared unannounced at a House Oversight Committee meeting. 
Major flooding continues to be a problem in parts of the area after storms slammed into us yesterday and last night. It'll also be dealing with more high winds today. And it's back to business for state lawmakers in Virginia and Maryland as their respective legislative sessions get underway today. Stay with us for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. It's 1218. Traffic and weather on the 8th brought to you by Jiffy Lube, where speed meets quality for an oil change and vehicle maintenance experience you can trust. Visit JiffyLubeDC.com for a location near you. To the traffic center now and Rob Stallworth. Delays leaving I-95 in Maryland headed toward Route 1 in College Park. The crash closest to the Greenbelt Metro Station blocking two left lanes. Then on the interloop, as you head toward Route 4 Pennsylvania Avenue, the left lanes are blocked for the mobile work crew there. Route 50 coming across the Bay Bridge. Keep in mind, we do have wind restrictions in effect, so uh, any house trailers, empty box trailers, or any vehicle that can't safely cross the bridge is definitely prohibited from doing so. For traveling in Crownsville, it's 450 Defense Highway between Crownsville Road and Hallmark Drive, where all lanes are blocked for the flooding activity there. Outer Loop in Virginia, as you leave McLean headed toward Alexandria. The work after Braddock Road continues to block the right lane. We're seeing some delays on your approach to Annandale headed on toward I-95. Northbound I-95, you're off and on the brakes anywhere between Dale City and Lorton. Near Lorton Road, exit 163, the left lane remains blocked for the work zone. Southbound 395, this is near, at this point, Sherlington. As you head down toward King Street, the right lane is blocked for the work there. In the district, outbound and inbound New York Avenue, near Bladensburg Road, two right lanes are blocked for the work zone. Southbound 3rd Street Tunnel, ramp to eastbound I-695 on the southeast freeway. The right lane is blocked for the guardrail repair. A girl in Kenya dreams of becoming a doctor, an elder in Guatemala dreams of being part of a community. Reach out and change their world, and it will change your own. Unbound.org. I'm Rob Stallworth, WTOP Traffic. Latest forecast for you now from 7 News First Alert meteorologist Steve Rudin. As we head through the remainder of the afternoon, a mix of sun and clouds and temperatures near average for this time of year. Mid-40s to around 50 degrees, wind gusts upwards of 30 to 40 miles per hour. Those winds will ease this evening and into the overnight under mainly clear skies. Wake-up temperatures near 30 degrees. Mostly sunny on Thursday, upper 40s to lower 50s. And we're already tracking our next wet weather maker. Promises to bring plenty of rain late Friday, Friday. Friday night and into early Saturday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. 49 degrees in Hyattsville, 49 as well. In Herndon, we have 50 in the nation's capital. And coming up on WTOP, terrifying moments at 16,000 feet for a nurse from the West Coast. It's 1220. Some people like A and others like B. At BMW, we prefer X. Like the dynamic X3, meant for ultimate exploration. The X5, built to conquer even the most difficult paths, or the pinnacle of comfort and luxury, the X7. And since every X-Range vehicle is packed with performance and versatility, you'll always get the best of X. The BMW X-Range. Your next X-Venture starts here. Lease a 2024 BMW X3 X-Drive 30i for $649 per month. Visit BMWCenters.com. Welcome back. All right, Jimmy, our Army veteran for $400. Are you ready to answer the next question? Actually, I'm good. Huh? Well, I already earn and save $473 a year on average with Navy Federal Credit Union. So, yeah. All members of the Armed Forces, all veterans, and their families can earn and save more every year with a Navy Federal membership. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Insured by NCUA. Dollar value based on the 2022 Navy Federal Member Giveback Study. 
slowdowns expected on the American Legion Bridge this morning. We're tracking a big storm expected to hit the Washington region this afternoon. WTOP reports new crash tests could affect your next car decision. Survey shows student absenteeism for DMV area kids is skyrocketing. President Biden and Republican lawmakers announced they're making progress on a potential compromise. I heard it on WTOP News. Facts matter. 1035 FM. This is WTOP News. At 1222, a Damascus man is being held without bond after being accused of assaulting his five-month-old child. Montgomery County police say 25-year-old Oliver Hernandez Caballero took the toddler to Shady Grove Hospital on the night of December 28th, saying the child was having trouble breathing and eating. Severe and unexplained injuries, according to police, required the child to be transferred to Children's Hospital in D.C., where Child Protective Services notified detectives of the alleged abuse. Hernandez Caballero was arrested Monday and charged with two counts of first-degree child abuse. In other news today, it was a scare at 16,000 feet, and now a nurse taking her grandkids home recounts their experience during that mid-flight blowout on an Alaska Airlines flight. Being a registered nurse, it's Vicki Krepp's nature to remain calm in a crisis. Seated in row 19 of Alaska Airlines flight 1282, she did just that when a door plug blew off the plane in row 26 at 16,000 feet above Oregon. There was a little, one to describe as somebody putting on the brakes. There was a little pitch forward in my seat and then a big gush of wind that pushed me back against my seat. Krepp's was taking her five- and seven-year-old grandkids back home to Southern California. Alaska Airlines flew the three there, free of charge, the next day. Jim Crisula, CBS News. 1223, well, here is a question you maybe have never considered, but it might be a good idea. What's dirtier, your desk or your toilet seat? The answer, the average desk contains 400 more germs than a toilet seat. Gross. I'm Kim Commando with tips to get rid of nasty bacteria without damaging your tech. First, let's put it out there. Your entire office is a playground of filth. Your mouse is a hotspot with nearly 1,700 germs calling it home. To clean it, gently wipe it down with a disinfectant wipe. Make sure that the wipe isn't too wet. You don't want any liquid seeping inside. Move into your keyboard, which usually hosts up to 3,000 germs. Turn this one upside down and give it a gentle shake to get rid of crumbs and debris. Then use a soft, lint-free cloth with isopropyl alcohol. This way it will disinfect it without harming the keys. And last up, the office phone, a bacteria magnet with about 25,000 germs. Your smartphone is about the same, just nasty. Use a microfiber cloth and a mix of water and mild soap. Get my free newsletter at GetKim.com. Sports at 25 and 55. 12.25, we say good afternoon to George Wallace. Good afternoon, George. Well, good afternoon, Brent. Thank Are you, you uh, set to interview today for any uh, openings around the NFL? Because a lot, a, lot, a lot of that's happening right uh, now. If it's now. seven figures, I'll interview. <laughs> All right, Commander's interviews continue today for the football operations job. Bears assistant Jimmy and Cunningham and Eagles assistant Jim Alec Hallaby reportedly set to interview today. Adam Peters, the Niners assistant GM uh, and the uh, KC assistant GM interviewed yesterday at Josh Harris's nice home in Miami, along with Bob Myers and Rick Spielman. So the interviews will continue uh, through today, and we'll see uh, after this round is over what uh, if they've settled on anybody or we're going to keep going. Bears are going to keep their head coach. Matt Eberflus is uh, going to be retained, according 
to Adam Schefter, but they're going to fire their offensive coordinator. Of course, the Bears with the number one overall pick going to set the tone for the draft. They're going to keep Justin Fields. They're going to move on and draft one of the quarterbacks. And, of course, Washington sitting right there at number two to do whatever the uh, Bears uh, decide to do. They'll react on that. A action-packed D.C. sports huddle this 